0: welcome back to self-love 365 a daily podcast in which we explore the practice and concepts of self-love i'm your host lily and this is day 26 we don't need another self-love hero Okay, it's Friday. Hello, Friday. So good to see you. <laughs> Am I right? Um, okay, we're going to continue on with our next barrier to a healthy self-love practice. And I have a feeling it's one that pretty much all of us can identify with and it is the superhero culture or shiro as people in my circle say shiro culture which is just a feminization of the word hero um so it's superhero and also hero okay these are two different things but i think they stem from the same the same impulse, which is, we talked about yesterday, we talked about self-doubt and trusting our intuition in, in place of that. And and really, in some cases, we do become very adept at doing things or we become knowledgeable or we, we become the expert because we have done all the work and we have learned and listened and grown. And then... Um, what can come out of that if we're if we don't remain intentional and compassionate and loving is the impulse then to to be the best at that thing. Um, you know, as as someone very interested and 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 passionate about self love it's so easy for me to to fall into the trap of being a self-love superhero, right? Or a self-love guru, if you like that word better, and and just you know, kicking ass at self-love every single day, right? I'm I'm doing a podcast on self-love, so now I have to be you know, the person who practices it the most and the hardest and the best. And The problem with that is that it's not sustainable and it's not authentic because I'm not a superhero. I'm a human. I'm a human who's practicing and is very excited about and committed to self-love. But I'm not superhuman and I'm certainly not, you know, the model someone else needs to hold themselves up against. The whole point of self-love is that we're our own Uh, mirror. We check in with ourselves to see if it's going well. Not compare ourselves to some super talented, uh, crazy, beautiful, um, always well-dressed, always well-rested person who does everything to the best of their ability. That person doesn't exist, but, um, we look for them and we look, we find the closest thing and then we compare ourselves to that and we feel let down. It's very hard to love yourself if you're comparing yourself to someone who seemingly has it all together. I don't know about you, but I do not have it all together. Not even close. Okay. It's okay. Okay. We're not superheroes. We're not supposed to be. We're not meant to be. And that culture of of glorifying strength and perfection and expertise, that culture is not beneficial to us at all. Definitely not beneficial when we're trying to love ourselves. The antidote to this type of culture is calling bullshit. Bullshit to superhero slash shiro culture. It's not real. Okay? Call bullshit. And what that means is you can be yourself. So in some ways, the antidote is authenticity, maybe in every way. And under that authenticity umbrella are a whole host of states of being that you would not be accused of being a superhero if you were in this state of being. For example, vulnerability. For example, a learner. For example, middle management. Even a quitter. If you're someone who doesn't follow through on things, guess what? Your superhero status is revoked. (laughs) But I have a big problem with with not giving up on things as a general rule because some things don't work out and sometimes we gotta move on sometimes we have to admit it didn't work out I'm not a big fan of the word failure but if we're not meeting our own expectations maybe that's a time to step back and say hey maybe I'm not meant to be a success at this thing You know, to check in with ourselves be authentic, what do I need in this moment do I need to take a rest and then get back at it? Or do I need to give up and move on? Both of those are valid roots when you're being authentic. Another thing you'll get your superhero status revoked for is if you admit when you're wrong. But who have you ever loved that you haven't made a mistake and had to go to them and say, I'm sorry, I was wrong? Nobody. And you're going to have to go to yourself and say that too. Like, Hey self, I'm sorry. I did that thing and it was hurtful. I ignored you. I took advantage of you. I have, my expectations were too high. I pressed you too hard and I'm sorry I was wrong. So I had an experience where I was in middle management and it didn't go well for me because the thing that I was really good at is like the nitty gritty of doing my job, which was what got me promoted because I was good at basically collecting money from outstanding accounts that got me promoted. I was no I no longer had time to do the thing I was really good at. And in place of that, I was responsible for managing other people, weren't as good as doing that thing as I had been. But now I was in charge of making sure that they did it. And of course, my expectations of them were that they would do it like I did. Because I had figured out, you know, I had figured out the system. So I wasn't trained to let people do things their own way. I was just shepherded into a role in which the knowledge I had How good I was at doing something wasn't really helpful anymore. I needed a whole new plate of knowledge to munch on. I wasn't given any training. I was given a a bigger paycheck, which I, at the time, was like, sure. You know, I've been busting my ass for you guys. I'll gladly take more money every month. But it wasn't a good fit. As a result, I did not do a good job. I don't think I was a good manager, the department didn't thrive, and I lost focus, you know? I I lost interest in the entire production, so even though I don't think um, the manner in which I was fired from that job was appropriate, and I don't think the timing was appropriate. I definitely was not suited for the job. And they did me a favor when they fired me. It was hard to see that at the time. But um and and hindsight is 2020, but when I look back on that, that wasn't the right role for me. I I I was good at something and I could have continued being good at it. I didn't need to advance to the next level. I didn't need to be, you know, in their eyes, uh, move up the hierarchy and be better or, or more talented or stronger. I could have just kept doing what I was doing and been fine with it. If we weren't living in a culture that rewarded people for For moving up, right? What if they had offered me more money to keep doing what I was doing because I was really good at it? What if I got more money for that? That's a culture that doesn't rely on superhero status, right? Um, As an entrepreneur, superhero syndrome, as I'll put it, is rampant. It is dangerous, it is seductive, and similar to motherhood, entrepreneurs really are conditioned to think that they can do everything in the same amount of time other people do one thing or one to two things or one to three things, okay? It's not sustainable. We can't do everything, and we can't even do the things that we are good at all the time. We need rest, we need to hone our abilities so that we're spending the most time on the things we're the most good at and that we enjoy the most. That would be a successful entrepreneurship. Um, That often means delegating. Delegating is not a form of weakness, it's smart. Asking for help, asking for help is not a form of weakness being vulnerable, admitting when we don't know what we're talking about. One of the things I was really good at when I was a teacher was admitting when I didn't know the answer. And I've carried that through to my parenting. And I think I've probably carried it through to my entrepreneuring too, because I'm not a human walking encyclopedia, right? I don't know everything. In fact, when it comes to building a business, I know less than most. So if that's what it takes to be successful, guess what? I'm going to fail. But that's not what it takes, okay? So the the antidote is authenticity and realizing that weakness isn't even a thing. Weakness, failure, quitting, giving up all of those negative connotations, even taking a nap gets a negative connotation in our society. Those aren't weak. They're seen as weak, you know, part, a weak part of your personality or weak um, activities or useless or wasting time. But they're not. They're just human. So your action item for today is to actually do one of those things that you might get called weak for. Be delicate, uh, take a rest, admit you're wrong or admit you don't know something or admit you're not well-suited for a particular task. Quote, give up on something that's not working or let yourself, quote, fail and move on and And for some of you, it might even be an appropriate task today to to quit something. to say, "I quit. This is not for me." And what that thing is depends on the person. Okay? So so you get rid of your own superhero status today. and we'll be back tomorrow to uh, round out the week. Thanks for listening to Self Love 365. And thanks to Henry Liu for our original music and Jesse Lieber at Little Legends Design for our custom graphics. Also, many thanks to our Twitter followers at 365 underscore self and our readers at 365daysofselflove.com.